Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the With Love Alina podcast. I'm so glad you're here. For those of you who are new, this is a podcast where I talk about everything I wish I knew before I went to college and share with you advice I have and things that I have learned. Today, I will be talking about sleep and having a sleep schedule because sleep is so important, especially as a college student. It's something that so many of us take for granted. For example, the CDC estimates that 35% of adults are not getting enough sleep and up to 70% of college students are not getting enough sleep. That's crazy. 70% of college students. Honestly, it doesn't really surprise me just because in college we are so inclined to stay up the extra however long to finish our homework or when we finally have time to binge that episode of TV or finally get time at night to do things for ourselves after being in class all day, we probably will take that time to get those things done instead of sleep. Sleep seems to be like the easiest thing for us to cut back on. I know I'm definitely guilty of this where I'll be like, I don't have enough time to finish this homework assignment during the day, so I'm just going to drink a cup of coffee at 10 p.m. and stay awake until 3 to finish things and I'll deal with the consequences tomorrow. And don't get me wrong, I definitely still do that every once in a while when things are crazy and I really just need to stay up and get some homework done, but I am much better about trying not to do that than I used to be. That was used to be a regular occurrence for me. I also just used to have really, really bad sleep hygiene, which I just want to explain. Sleep hygiene is something that's sort of new to me and new to how I work as a human, but sleep hygiene is basically just putting yourself in the best position possible to have a good night's sleep. So some things that the Sleep Foundation recommends is setting your sleep schedule. So that's like having a fixed go-to-bed time, a fixed wake-up time every single day, trying to be as similar as possible all the time prioritizing your sleep so not doing the I need to stay up late to get this extra thing done and trying to make getting your eight hours or whatever hours feels best for you and makes you feel your best some people it's like six or seven some people it's nine or ten whatever that is for you prioritizing that amount of sleep so that you feel your best every single day following a nightly routine um, I think I'm probably going to talk about a morning routine next week and what I do in the mornings But also following a night routine for some people, stay off of your phone, get off of anything that's putting blue light into your eyes about an hour to two hours before you go to bed, whether that's like reading a book for you, getting a nighttime tea, anything like that, like your routine, what's going to put you in the best mindset to go to bed, getting rid of anything that's going to cause you anxiety. For me, definitely being on my phone right before I go to bed is not good because I can spiral into checking my emails, checking social media, other things. And like, I forgot this, I did this, I did this. I really like to make a little list of things right before I go to bed of what I need to do tomorrow morning because it helps me remember things tomorrow, but it also just helps me not be anxious about possibly forgetting them right before I go to bed because I'm so prone to laying in my bed about to go to sleep and being like, oh my gosh, I forgot that I have this homework assignment due tomorrow. I'm going to forget about it. And so I need to do it right now. And that's just not going to be the case if I write it down on my little list and 
then I'll know that I'm going to see that list tomorrow and I don't have to be anxious about it and I don't have to freak out and not go to sleep when I need to go to sleep. So that's something that's really helped me. Other things that they recommend, unplugging your electronics, dimming your lights, um, make sure you have 30 minutes at the end of the day to wind down. They also have a couple of daily habits that they recommend that you do during the day to make yourself more tired at night. So getting blue light exposure during the day, being physically active, uh, regular exercise can make it easier to sleep at night, cutting down on caffeine in the afternoon and evening. It's such a big thing these days. Like everyone is drinking their Starbucks and drinking their Celsius. I know so many of my friends drink Celsius. I'm not a huge energy drink person because they make me jittery and I don't drink caffeine very often because it makes me jittery. I'm already a very like anxious and shaky person and me on caffeine is just that times 12 and my heart will race super fast. So if I do drink any sort of caffeine, it's going to be like half a Celsius or like part of a coffee from Starbucks, whatever it is. I mean, I will drink the whole thing every once in a while, but I just know that I'm going to be jittery. But those are things. Just trying not to have coffee whenever you are about to go to bed or close to when you're going to bed. Try to keep it in the morning so that you don't have, you're not fighting against caffeine in your system to try to go to bed. Oh, and restricting activity that you do in bed. Like if you, I know I'm a huge culprit of this, not really at school because I have a lofted bed. So it's much harder to do homework in my bed. But when last year, when I didn't have a lofted bed, I would sit in my bed all the time and do homework or read a book just during the middle of the day because it's the comfiest place to be. And it just confuses your brain and makes your brain think that this is not a place for sleeping. And whenever you only use your bed as a place for sleeping, it puts your brain in the right mindset to go to bed whenever you lay down in your bed. As weird as that is. And I know your bed is so comfy. I am such a culprit of this too. But just do your best and try your hardest to not be in your bed doing other things besides sleeping. So yeah, that's going to be... They have a couple of other things on here. Um, it's just on the Sleep Foundation website and they're talking about sleep hygiene because it's something I research a bit these days. But if you're interested, I'll put the link in the description of this episode if you want to check out more of what they say. And feel free to do your own research. But these are just some things that I found and that I talk about. But yeah, sleep is super important as a college student. We have so many things to do and being tired all the time is just seen as such a norm in school and it does not have to be. I personally have changed the way that I view sleep and prioritizing sleep and I get so much more sleep than I used to in my last two years of school. So I used to be somebody who always would just go to sleep as late as was necessary for me to get everything done and then I would sleep all the way until whatever class I had in the morning. So even if my classes, one of them started at 11 and one of them started at 8, I would, on the day when I didn't have class until 11, I would sleep until 10.30. On the day I had class at 8, I would sleep until 7.30. And so I was never going to sleep and waking up at the same times. And it was really, really crazy for my body and my mind. I was chronically tired, like so chronically tired. I could nap anytime, anywhere. <laughs> I could always fall asleep. It was really... It was not good. 
And so I would just sleep, go to bed whenever, sleep until the very last minute every single day. And I'd also always be on my phone before I went to bed and right when I woke up. So even if I woke up like at seven, for example, and I didn't have to be out of bed until 7.30, I would go on my phone in the morning until I had to be out of bed. And that's, it would just start me off, start my day off very, very poorly. And I was just never feeling rested, never feeling good when I woke up or good when I was about to go to bed. Um, My mind was always super active. I felt like I was never shutting off my brain and yeah, things were just not great when I was living, living life that way. So now I'm going to talk about what I do now. That was my little stressful life back in the day. Now, definitely I still have my moments where I sleep in until class. I don't go to bed on time, whatever it may be. But for the majority of the time, I do try to follow this practice of sleep hygiene for myself. So whenever I, I try to wind down, so I wake up, I try to wake up every day around 6.45 or 7 because I have 8 a.m.s on Tuesday, Thursday, and then on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I'll try to go to the gym before I start class a little bit later in the day. But so I try to wake up at 6.45, 7 every single day, and I try to go to bed around 10.30 or 11. Lately, that's kind of been closer to 11.30, 12, but Whenever I get back from spring break, I'm going to try to make the going to bed earlier thing. I just have to get myself into that routine so that I get tired earlier. But I, so I try to wind down for the night around 9.30, 9.45 to hopefully be sleeping by like 10.30, 11. And when I'm winding down, I stop eating a bunch of snacks. I make sure that I'm full, like I make sure I've had dinner and that I'm not going to be hungry because that will, I will also not be able to go to bed if I'm hungry. But um, I stop eating snacks or drinking a bunch of um, anything with caffeine a little bit earlier in the day. Like I usually don't even drink caffeine much at all, but when I, for winding down purposes, I couldn't go to bed if I drank caffeine past like three or four. I try to get off my phone. I am sometimes, I sometimes will like watch a show at the end of the night just because at school, I'm never really in my room and I don't really have much other time to watch shows and I really enjoy my time to just sit in my room by myself and have introvert time and watch Netflix. So I do sometimes watch stuff on my TV late at night before I go to bed. But um, so I watch a show or I just do something that's not homework and something that's not super mentally taxing. So I'll watch a show, I'll read a book and then I will go get up into my bed and up in my bed. I already mentioned I have a lofted bed. I will unplug all my little lights. I have a ton of like fairy lights and lamps and things. And so when I get up into my bed, I'll unplug all my lights, turn off my lamps. And then I just use my little phone flashlight for reading and I'll get up into my bed and I'll read a book until I fall asleep. And that's really worked for me. And I usually get pretty tired fairly quickly reading a book um which I know that's not for everybody but I think especially like being able to close the book and put it away and be like okay now I'm going to sleep instead of whenever I watch a show before I go to bed or like I'll play a little video on YouTube sometimes to go to bed you can't you fall asleep to it and I never find myself 
like turning it off and um like turning off and going to bed I just fall asleep with it on and then I'll wake up like 30 minutes later and it's still going because my ears are still hearing it and I'm just a really light sleeper in general so that just doesn't work for me super well and not I still do it but it's not the best thing that I've found for myself because I'll wake up like 30 minutes later and have to turn it off and put my phone away and then it's just a whole nother trying to go to bed which I already have a hard enough time falling asleep anyway but if I can't get to bed at my set time I do still try to wake up at the same time the next day which I know this sounds kind of crazy but I will get into a rut of if I stay up later and then I let myself sleep in later, then I'll just stay up later that night and then I'll sleep in later and then I'll just be in a really bad cycle of sleeping in and staying up later and sleeping in and staying up later. And so if I make myself get up at the same time, um, so even if I went to bed at like 1 or 12, I'll still try to wake up at like 6.45 so that I can hopefully be tired enough the next night to sort of like force myself to go to sleep earlier the next night because I found even if I am doing my homework and I have stuff to get done if I'm tired enough I will reprioritize things in my brain and figure out a way to get my homework done the next day and still get enough sleep so it's just making sleep a priority and not always keeping yourself being chronically tired and running on caffeine because that's how I was. And it, it just, it spiked my anxiety. It just spiked all of my bad mental health things. And it was just not good for me. And so I really, really am enjoying getting enough sleep and having this routine. Just the routine just calms my mind and my anxiety so much. Um, and I would really recommend trying this if you're someone who feels anxious when you're going to bed or just like an anxious person in general or just someone who doesn't get enough sleep. Try to find your routine at night and in the morning. I wrote down a question for myself, which is, do I drink caffeine? Which is already, I've already mentioned it a couple of times. I do every once in a while, but I'm not someone who drinks caffeine every single day. I, not to be bad on my parents or my mom or anything, they are amazing people and I love them so much, but I grew up watching my mother and she drinks her coffee she used to drink doc Diet Dr. Pepper, but now she drinks coffee from a little machine that we have in our house. She drinks her little coffee every single day, and she would say she'd get headaches if she didn't have it. And I've just heard from a lot of people. A lot of people my parents' age and, like, the millennials era are just very, very addicted to caffeine. And I think that that turned me off to it pretty early to be someone who's like, I do not want to be addicted to caffeine. I just saw people my parents' age and my parents' always drinking their coffee every single morning. And so it really just turned me off to it. And I still drink it out of necessity every once in a while. But I'm not someone who goes and drinks coffee every single day or gets Starbucks every day. It's more of like a treat for me. I'll go with my friends to go get Starbucks like it's like a little dessert. But I don't really drink it for the caffeine because caffeine makes me very, very jittery, jittery like I said before. Um, and I definitely don't drink it right before I go to bed because... Well, obviously no one drinks it right before they go to bed. That was just a silly thing to say. But I don't drink it anywhere close to the time where I could be needing to go to bed because caffeine affects me so severely that my heart will be beating out of my chest and I obviously won't be able to go to sleep. Prioritizing sleep has changed so much about my life. I 
have loved having a routine for going to bed and waking up because it's something I can do every single day. That is my things. I can do what I want to do at night and what I want to do in the morning instead of being obsessed with this, just never getting enough sleep and always chasing the trying to catch up on sleep and trying to find a time during the day to get a nap and whatever. I never really, whenever I'm following my schedule, I never need a nap because I always get enough sleep. Obviously, I'll take a nap here and there if I miss out on sleep and I have the time or whatever it is. But this system of making sure that I get enough sleep has just totally changed my mental health. And it's the having enough sleep and also the routine of doing the same thing every night and every morning has just calmed my anxiety so much. Like I mentioned earlier, I um, had a really hard time with going to bed whenever I was worried about things not getting done or forgetting about stuff the next day. And have writing down, that's just one of my biggest pieces of advice of things that have helped me is having, even some people say they have like a little notebook right next to their bed where they will, if they are going to sleep and they, there's something that comes into their head that they need to do the next day, um, they just have a little pen and paper right next to their bed and they can write it down right then. And so they know they won't forget it. And that just really helps me, especially as an anxious person. I'm also really into my online planner that I have on my iPad, which that'll probably be a whole nother episode talking about that because that's something I've really gotten into this year. But um, I'll put things down in my planner as well and like plan out my day. Um, oh, that's something I forgot to mention. In how I wind down for the night, I go on my little iPad planner and I plan out my next day. And I have a um, a little planner in GoodNotes that has hourly my day hourly and it has like tasks to do. And so I'll write down tasks for like just in general the day and then I'll kind of vaguely plan out hourly because a lot of my day is going to be classes anyway. And so I don't write those out because I already know that's where I'm going to be. But um, specifically for the mornings or for things that are going to be different, I'll write them down. And it just really gives me peace of mind of knowing that those things are going to get done and that I don't have to be worried about forgetting them. Forgetting things is just a constant in my life and I just get really anxious about forgetting things. And so writing them down and having my planner just helps me so, so much. And it's really changed my mental health and just made me a much less anxious person. I know I've said it's the actual getting enough sleep and not being tired all the time that helps my brain and also the routine of it. So, so yeah, that's all I have for today. This was everything I know about sleep and my sleep schedule and how it's helped me. I'm obviously not an expert or anything, but I have gotten really into this in the past year and have done a lot of research on sleep hygiene and what's best and what's the best amount of hours to sleep per person and all of those things. So if you want to learn more, I will link the Sleep Foundation website that I talked about um, and probably a couple of others in the description. Um, if you want to join my email list or have questions about me or want to learn more about my story, you can go to my website withlovealena.com. That's with love, A-L-A-I-N-A.com. And I would love for you guys to check it out. I also have, um, I have with, with love underscore Elena on social media if you feel so inclined to follow me there. But yeah, oh, I forgot to do, I need to say my podcast recommendation for this episode is going to be how to be a better human. It's through TEDx. So the same people that do the TED Talks podcast. 
and they just have all these different people on and it's a wide range of topics from like how to be a happier person to how to do things. They'll have an expert on whatever it might be. I can't think of one right now, but those have been super helpful and they're just wide ranging. So some of the podcasts I listen to are always like the same sort of thing every week, but these ones are a wide range of topics and I really, really enjoy it. So yeah, it's How to Be a Better Human by TEDx. I will try to link that one in the description as well. But thank you so much for listening. And as always, signing off with love, Elena. Mm -hmm.